Good evening, listeners. This is Sidebar. Hey, Jess. Hey, Angie. Oh, I think we need to invest in new pillows. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> These are getting a little defluff. Um, but hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, tonight's drink is a Cape Cod, and this is Jess's first Cape Cod, right? Yeah. Cheers. Ooh, yeah, that's yummy. Yeah. Uh, to make one, just get a rocks glass, put in some ice, fill it up about three quarters of the way of cranberry juice, add a shot of vodka, and a squeeze of lime. Stir, and then there you go. I've been kind of digging these recently. Yeah, like yummy. I think I'm craving, like, the cranberry juice. Ooh, I love cranberries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a little story about cranberries, actually. Oh, yeah? So, when I was growing up, I lived in Tempe, Arizona. And for whatever reason, this probably wasn't the safest thing, but... Because I don't know where they came from. Mm-hmm. At our mailbox. It was always... The mailbox was, like, kind of in the center of the complex. It was, like, a weird circle. Like, not an oval. It's, like, an oval and a circle had, like, a weird misshapen baby. Mm-hmm. And it was my complex on one end, a very torn up... Or this called tennis courts, mm-hmm. and then the mailboxes, and then more complexes. Mm-hmm. So at the mailboxes, there was always a box of like fresh fruits hmm. that was always laid out. It's like free fruits hmm. and stuff. And like from someone's garden or something. I guess. Oh, that's cool. Like I really don't know where they came from, mm-hmm. but majority of the fruit was always cranberries. Hmm. And so me and my sister will take all the cranberries, go home, put them in the freezer, mm-hmm. cut them up, and then suck on the seeds. Ooh, I love frozen cranberries. It's I really didn't know good. you did that. Mm-hmm. L- like That in, was my whole childhood. That's so funny because in like winter, fall time when it gets like, you know, like around like Thanksgiving, uh-huh. I was stuck up on cranberries and stick them in my freezer and they, I, they, I eat them as a snack. Oh, <laughs> well, look at that. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Um, and it was always, like, fun to, like, try to, like, dig them out and then just, like, yeah. suck on them like seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, well, isn't that technically the seed? Yeah. Okay, so you were sucking on the yeah. seeds. <laughs> yeah, the little inside part. Yeah. yeah. So, I have a ghostly update. Okay. So, I told you a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but this last Saturday from, like, when we're recording to the Saturday before, I... Woke up around five o'clock in the morning feeling paranoid. Mm -hmm. Like my heart was pounding. I was like, for whatever reason, like in fight mode. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And you didn't have like a scary dream or anything? No, I just woke up. And part of me was just like, you know, this is around the time where Lyra will wake up. So like, since she's sleeping in her own room, I'm just like, maybe it's like my mommy senses kicking in. Be like, oh, I have to be awake in case Lyra wakes up. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she wasn't up. And I don't know. I just been, I just felt weird Mm -hmm. then i felt my bed move ew like i felt like someone like went to like jordan's foot of the bed Mm -hmm. and just pounded on it and i sat up and i looked at him was like is he just kicking around like what's going on he's dead asleep Mm -hmm. he's not much of a mover and stuff but i thought it was just him like bouncing one foot over and over um just to like flop and turn and i watched him and i watched the foot of the bed and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I feel it again and he's not moving. Ew. Also, I haven't told you we're in this. So, hey, babes, if you're listening to this podcast episode and I haven't told you, huh? There you go. <laughs> now you know. That's scary. I know. And then I'm just like, huh, that doesn't seem good. Okay. And like, I try to go back to sleep. And then I want to say, like, the sun started to rise and then I fell asleep. The next morning, I was telling Jordan, I was like, I don't know. I literally said this. I'm like, I don't know, man. I I think something's going on. There's something weird going on. And then suddenly, we saw this bright flash in our kitchen. just went, whoop. Jordan saw it too? Yeah. Because we just kind of looked at each other. I said that there was like a weird change of lighting. And we looked at each other and be like, what was that? We're like, did something reflect off our windows and into us? But it's just other neighbors. Like, Hmm. our backyard faces the other houses. And none of the windows in our kitchen face the street. Hmm. And then it's like, maybe just for whatever reason, only the kitchen lights just suddenly got like this weird spark of energy Mm -hmm. and just dimmed back. But we have solar. And I don't know if that's very common Hmm. with if you're like on a solar grid for your lights to do that. Weird. Yeah. That's scary. Mm-hmm. And then, 
fast forward to last night. Mm -hmm. I felt something walk on my bed like a cat. And it stepped over me. Weird. Yeah, like if this is my arm, like my arm's my leg, I literally felt like little paw prints or something just do do over, do do. And I got up. Jordan was in Lyra's room trying to put her down. And I like shook out all the blankets and stuff, took everything off, just bare sheets. No nothing. cats in here. Yeah, no cats. And like when I was like, maybe it's a rat. Oh my God, the rats came. <laughs> Um, but no, no rats, nothing. There's nothing in my room. There's nothing in my sheets. And I swear, I just, I felt it walk over me. I'm like, oh God, what's going on? It's a little leprechaun. <laughs> too, bad, too bad it's not the St. Patrick's Day episode. <laughs> Man. Right? Man. Does that mean I'm going to find gold? Possibly. Am I going to get good luck? That's Those are my creepy. ghostly updates. I don't know what's going on. And mm. I've been feeling recently like maybe I should actually cleanse the house. Yeah. I just haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. But maybe I will. I've been really into like, this is kind of related. This is kind of related since you said like cleanse. Mm-hmm. So I follow this girl on TikTok who does like bath time, like rituals almost. You know, mm-hmm. she's, she's got like her crystals and her plants and like her candles and stuff all in the bathroom yeah damn that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> well i that's where i have my plants but you do have a big bathroom so. yeah i have i have a big like soaking tub that's why but <laughs> i just want one <laughs> that's my little <sighs> i know right but anyways they've been I, i've been sort of dabbling in these like new moon new moon like bath time rituals uh-huh. and i've made a little a little candle area mm-hmm. and it's got like some amethyst and some candles and a little mm-hmm. bit of sage and it's got like some some lavender and some chamomile mm. and this is you're gonna think this is weird but whenever i find a whisker on the ground like of my cat's whiskers like i'll put it in that little pile you had me until the whiskers. <laughs> Why the whiskers? I don't know. I just think it's like put all the things in there for like positive energy. Like I don't know anything about crystals, right? Yeah. I don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of the, this one's for protection. But mm-hmm. I know like I like amethyst and I like citrine. And so I, whenever I have some, I like add them to my little pile. Uh-huh. But then I also have like my my, my lavender and my chamomile for mm-hmm. like relaxation. Uh-huh. So that's what I do. Does it work? Works for me. I'm pretty relaxed when I take my bubble baths. (laughs) I don't know if it's just because I'm in the bath or it's because of the, you know, the ritual of it or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's all of it, you know, just a whole mixture of it. But Mm. I want to, I want to get into like, you know, doing it for real, not just like, this is a pretty rock. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've been wanting to like get into that too and stuff. I, I straight up asked Jordan, I was just like. How would you feel if I'd like join something like a coven? And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, what if I just hang out with other ladies that does witchy stuff with me and we drink coffee or something? He was just like, oh, he literally said this. He was like, you have a habit of biting more than you can chew. I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And he just gave me this long look. No. I'm just like, okay, maybe I do. But still. That's why I want to start with the crystals, because, like, I can do that on my own, how about, you know? How about our podcast is the coven? <laughs> yeah! Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'll do it with you. Yeah. I wanted to get into, like, astrology, too. Mm-hmm. Like, from what I know of astrology, it's not much. I feel. Me, too. I used to know more and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what we should do? We should read our charts on the episode. All right. I'll be right back. I'm going to grab my tablet, because it'll be easier. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I would like to know, I know, like, that I'm an Aquarius, but I don't know, like, my moon sign. You know how there's multiple ones? I don't know, I don't know, like, any further details than I know I'm Aquarius. (laughs) Uh, free births chart calendar. Natal chart calendar? Just astrology things. (laughs) This is how new we are. We don't know what to exactly look for. I'm just like... Star chart astrology. Here, let's try birth charts 101. Oh, this one looks long. Sun, the moon, Mercury. I just want to put in my birthday and it tells me what it is. Me too. Let's see. Maybe go with the first one. Maybe birth chart calculator? 
Sure. Oh, yeah. This will show your placement of each planet in various zodiacs. Signs of the sign of your time of your birth. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Where we're doing this, I will link it in the show notes. Hmm. It wants my email. Mm. Should I try it? I think they might all want our email. <laughs> Do you have quick access to your email to see if it'll actually give it to you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's try it. I don't mind being the guinea pig. <laughs> okay. All right. February 97. Always forget your 97. <laughs> Time of birth. I want to say it was six in the morning. That's so funny. Oh, yeah? I'm three in the morning. <laughs> Jordan. Okay. So here's a little sidebar while Jess fills out this chart. So I'm born at 3 a.m. Jordan is born 3 p.m. And what I wanted was for Liar to at least be born at 6 a.m. or p.m. I didn't care which one. Just at 6 o'clock. Because how cute would that be for us to like, one, she was she became a spring baby when she was supposed to be summer. But right. Jordan's summer. I'm winter. We have a spring baby. And how cute would it be if she was born at like 6 a.m. or 6 p.m.? Right? That would have been so cute. You want to know what time she was born at? 5.50. <laughs> Not only was she early to her birth, she was early on the time I wanted. Aww. She didn't give me nothing. Aww. Well, besides, like, being alive and stuff. But I mean, like, you know. Right. <sighs> no, I didn't like Children. the time. This website what? doesn't like military time, I guess. Oh. Uh, I have to actually click on it. I, like, typed it in. <laughs> but is it in military time? <laughs> this right here? Mm-hmm. No, I just thought it would work. I thought it would know what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, I did 0600, so I wasn't even, like, funky funky times yeah it's not like 1200 or 1300 right 1305 come on it's literally making me scroll to the time what if you don't what if you tap out of it and then tap back into it would it reset it it would reset it like down at the bottom um pm almost got it uh i i'm just gonna say six because i don't know down the number the you know Mm-hmm. The minute. Okay, free birth chart. All right, it worked. Uh huh. Okay. So. Okay. Oh, interesting. I think this is what this means. My sun sign is Aquarius, which I knew that. My moon sign is Scorpio, and Mercury is Capricorn. Um. Oh, lame. It doesn't give you all the details? No, I have to pay $25 to what? get my full report. Oh. Um, I can read a little bit. Okay, so at the time of my birth, my rising sign was located in Capricorn, which is the goat, while the sun was passing through the sign of Aquarius, the water bearer. Um, the following keywords capture the essence of my character and indicate certain contradictions which may be sources of tension. Independence, need for security, true. Rebelliousness, eh, I don't like when people tell me what to do, so I guess that's true. Um, inhibition, originality, application, fluctuation, methodical mind, that is not true. Irritability, that one is true forethought inventive spirit loyalty and sense of paradox whatever that means um let's see what website are you on real quick um astrology.com okay but oh you only get a little bit and then it's and then you gotta pay um but i know my moon and my mercury suns now i guess I guess, I think that's what that means. Write us if I'm wrong, and I don't know how to read this chart. Yeah, I found, <laughs> I found another website that I'm doing real quick. Okay. What one is that? California Psychics. It's like your relationship status, and it's single, <laughs> single but in love, happily married, difficult marriage, oh, man. in a relationship, divorce, widowed, other. I like to say... Did you click on horoscopes? 
Mm-mm. I just typed in full star chart. Mm-hmm. Here, if you go to my history, my iPad and my phone should be connected. So you, sh- you should be able to see my history of like my most recent. No, that's you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Try. Is there another one under it? I guess it's that birth one. Nope, that's still me. Oh, man. Mm. Birth chart. Mm. Uh, greatest wish. Huh. Location of birth. Do I have to do city or state? Oh, I think I found it. Is it the free birth chart calculator? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, your email will be used to send you free astrology readings along with ongoing communication regarding your zodiac sign. I guess. I'll do this one. Hmm. Which... Am I employed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you, say, fi- if you on taxes say you are employed, then yes, you're employed. I mean, employed. I'm not unemployed. Uh, let me say employed but looking. I only work I only work two days a month. It but wants me to unemployed. talk to one of these people for... You could do one minute for one dollar uh, with one person. Oh, and then these two are two dollars a minute. Lame. But it's like, check your email. Or your full reading. All right. I started typing my birth area, and the first thing that came up was Area 51. <laughs> They're like, do you live here? <laughs> right? I'm all, no. It either didn't send it to me, or I haven't gotten it yet. Amarantha. That's a pretty name. Shout out if your name's Amarantha. <laughs> Any amaranthas out there? It's a psychic I can talk to for a dollar a minute. I know. I'm like, what is this? I'm also like loading. Let me see my email. Let me see if it's sent. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, same. Well, we could check back at the end. (laughs) See if it's sent. Yeah, it says check your email inbox in the next 15 minutes. Uh, Might be in spam. Yeah, I check spam too. Mm. Well, you know what we could do? We can see what our horoscopes mean. True. Horoscope. Meaning. Horoscope today. Okay, Let's zodiac see. chart. Didn't just zoom into it, so that's great. Uh, okay, you're Aquarius, right? Uh-huh. Okay, Aquarius, waterbender. Um, the dates start from January 20th and February 17th. Your symbol is the little squiggly. <laughs> it says the squiggly lines of Aquarius symbolize symbol are said to represent water. Mm-hmm. Characteristics: Aquarius are said to be assertive and creative. Aquarius are also said to be impulsive loners. <laughs> if you are thirsty for more information, oh, okay. Do you agree with that sen- statement? Yeah, I agree. You're an impulsive loner. True. <laughs> I am an impulsive loner. Find me at the mall by myself. <laughs> impulse buying clothes. <laughs> um, I'm a Sagittarius, the archer. Uh, the date starts November 22nd, ends December 20th. And then my symbol is like the little arrow with a line going through the arrow. Um, characteristics. Sagittarius are said to be highly independent adventurers who are always full of imagination. On the flip side, they are also said to be blunt and impatient. <laughs> your face! Well, I also found your... I also found your daily horoscope. Okay, what does it say? Um, so, your, your horoscope for today, according to the New York Post... Oh. Because we trust the New York Post 100% all the time. Go on. <laughs> well, you'll see why I'm like... Oh. <laughs> so eight, so today's date, your horoscope is... Family matters are under very good stars at the moment. So take the time and make the effort to connect with loved ones and those more distant relatives you may have not seen for a while. Let them know they still mean the world to you. <laughs> Can you humor me and tell me what it says under Taurus? Taurus is... Group activities of all kinds will go well for you now that Venus is moving through the friendship area of your chart. 
Don't hide yourself away where you cannot be seen. Get out and about and show everyone what star quality looks like. Fine. <laughs> I get it. I heard. What does yours say? Mine is new ways to make money will occur to you over the next few days. And if your brain is switched on, you can make a financial killing. Oh. Be true to your generous nature and make sure friends and family members share in your good fortune. Oh. Is that related to the proposal you had? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that involves spending money. <laughs> huh. Hey, you know, okay, I mean. that's the New York Post, right? Yeah. Let's find another horoscope and compare it. Okay. Horoscopes today. This is all we do now. What does... Okay, daily horoscope for Aquarius today. Um, the general overview is Gemini Moon lights up your creativity and trines Juno. Is that trine? Trines Juno... I don't know what that means. Juno, Mars, and Saturn. Oh, okay. Is Juno like a star constellation? Obviously, we're new to this. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and Saturn, in your first house of self, you have all the energy, passion, and vision you need to redesign and recreate your life should you choose. What are the things you long for that you haven't yet achieved? What are the things about your life that you would like to see shift or change? Once you have awareness, then you can do something about it. Keep asking yourself the big important question, then take action once you have the answers. A Libra would love to support you in this process. Hmm. Know any Libras? Uh, I don't think so. Elijah's an Aries, right? No, Elijah's a Taurus. Oh. I got my reading, by the way. It's in my email now. Oh. Here. Well, you do. Let me do mine real quick. Okay. And that was just the overview. They have, like, different categories and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Sagittarius. Okay. For Sagittarius. Uh, also, the date of recording is April 6th. And this comes out basically a week after. So, mm -hmm. uh, I guess that's... <laughs> so, uh, tell us if these horoscope reads are accurate. A week after they happen. Tell us if they came true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for Sagittarius, things may be stormy on the home front today with the square between the Gemini moon and Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces in your fourth house. Keep your eyes open as being deceived by someone you love and trust is a distinct possibility. Your ruling planet Jupiter bestows optimism and good cheer, but in certain situations that could lead to being manipulated and taken advantage of. If you get a weird feeling, trust yourself. A Capricorn has great insight and wisdom to offer. Just ask. Hmm. I've always been told I'm on the cusp of Capricorn. So does that mean I count as a Capricorn and therefore should I ask myself? And then... I'm not sure how all that works, to be <laughs> honest. Oh, I got mine too. It's pretty dang long. Mine's 17 pages. Mine's 18. She. I know. Huh. I wonder what this chart means. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, now I know what the houses are. My ascendant is Capricorn. My ascendant is Scorpio? Hmm. Scorpio's the M with the point at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so, yeah. Okay. So what are your houses? Uh, what are you, where are you reading? It says house, cusp, and details. My ascendant is Capricorn. Whatever also, that I means. need like a cheat sheet <laughs> of all the symbols. Oh, personality report. Okay, here, let me read my personality report. My ascendant is Capricorn. People with Capricorn rising tend to be sensitive Timid, business-like, ambitious, controlling, reserved, practical, down-to-earth, duty-conscious, responsible, critical, and cold. You may have had trouble communicating in early life. True. 
Perhaps you suffer from feelings of inadequacy, true. <laughs> you overcome these feelings through sheer necessity, true. <laughs> For you have determination in achieving your goals and purposes in life. You have great ambition and do not settle until you have reached the great heights that you have set for yourself. My great heights of being a housewife. <laughs> Get it, girl. I support you 110%. <laughs> um, but where are you reading this? Oh, money, position, and power are important to you. The reserve that often appears as part of your makeup is sometimes taken as coldness. True. Like resting bitch face, I guess. To you, it seems that you are being responsible and simply doing your duty. Hmm. You may have had trouble... What? You... What? You may have had trouble with your knees? I had tendinitis in my knee in high school. Huh. I had no idea. That's very strangely specific. It was like talking about my personality and then it's like, your knees suck. I bet your knees are killing you right now, huh? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Sorry, I said it like that, like some creepy man. like, how did it know? But where did you find your personality? Because I don't got personality. Personality report. It's the ascendant. Whatever your ascendant is, it oh. like. And any trouble with the knees is the outer evidence of an inner inability to be flexible. Wow. Spiritual lesson to learn. Sociability. It t- it's telling me to lighten up. It literally says in parentheses, lighten up. Oh! <laughs> Saturn rules Capricorn, so Saturn will be important in your life. Okay. Huh. Good to know. <laughs> okay, so my personality report. Um, your ascendant is Scorpio. People with Scorpio rising tend to be secretive, deep, withdrawal, mysterious, regenerated, or degenerated. Reserve, hard to understand, courageous, willful, persistent, stubborn in thought, creative, self Reliant, self-controlled, except perhaps with the passions, and silent. Accord- which, I felt like half of those things were like kind of like an oxymoron. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that way about mine too. They, were, they like contradicted each other yeah. a lot. You know, in my own personal opinion about myself, I feel like I am an oxymoron. Hmm. Like, I hate having my thighs touch, but I can't wear pants. I feel... <laughs> I feel... <laughs> pants suck. I mean, when you got those thick thighs and mm-hmm. they just rub, it's not fun. Mm. Okay. Um, according to the spiritual astrologer Isabel Hickey, no un- unevolved soul is born with Scorpio rising. This is a powerhouse rising sign. Mm. It represents the battlegrounds where the higher and lower selves must come to mortal combat. They must be aligned and the lower self eventually must die and give way to and obey the higher self, the God within. Physical, emotional, mental, spiritual levels are all involved. You appear calm on the surface, but you can be extremely emotional inside. I'm just going to go cry in the corner after this. Um, (laughs) You appear... Oh, I already read that. Still waters runs deep, as they say. Ooh, that that phrase Mm -hmm. has always hit me in a weird way. Mm. Well, they knew about my knees. Oh. (laughs) You you tend to be the silent type, always wanting to know others' motivations, but never disclosing your own. You love to play the detective or the ferret. What does that mean? The ferret. Yeah. Hmm. Can you look up what the ferret means? Well, does it say anything about it? Uh, you have to know everything, all the hows and whys. You have great determination and strength, enough to overcome any adversity, even yourself. You need to overcome resentment, possessiveness, and jealousy. There may be a fascination, preoccupation, interest, and slash or ability with the oculate, death, sex, or healing. Mm. Uh... You can be the devil or an angel, the eagle or the springing or the stinging scorpion. Spiritual lessons to learn. Forgiveness. Mars and Pluto rule Scorpio. So Mars and Pluto will be important in your chart. Hmm. Huh. What does oculate mean? Oculate? Uh-huh. I don't know. What I don't is- know. There was a couple of words in mine. I didn't know what they meant either. Hmm. Well... This is a lot of words. 
There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in here. Um. So, oh, oculet. Um, noun, supernatural, mystical, or magical beliefs, practice, or phenomenons. Uh, as an adjective of involving or relating to supernatural, mythical, or magical powers or phenomenons. Hmm. hmm. The oculet. It is a broadcast. Uh, no. The oculet is the borderest sense in a category of ex- exolytic supernatural beliefs, practices, hmm. which generally fall outside the scope of religion and science. I never felt more connected to a word before. Interesting. I have a, I have another interesting sentence I found. So in the sun in the first house is what it says. Mm-hmm. You are important to yourself and will spend much time and energy on your own personal affairs. I agree. As everybody yeah. should. Everyone should be important mm-hmm. to themselves. <laughs> See, I feel like a lot of these are like, they would apply to anybody kind of thing. Yeah. There were a few things in, like, the personality that did kind of struck a yeah. little too true to me. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of them definitely apply. But some of them, like, like these more vague ones, these, mm-hmm. like, house ones. Like, yeah. But that is true, though. I was literally just talking about how much I love bubble baths and taking care of myself. So, <laughs> it's... And then at the bottom, it said something about... What did it say? Oh, yeah. Spiritual lesson to learn is perseverance. You are very sensitive to the conditions of your surroundings and can be like a psychic sponge absorbing Mm. all that is around you for good or bad. Being alone at times is an absolute necessity for you. Agreed. Do you remember that TikTok you sent me and it was about all, it was like all the different zodiacs? Yeah. And and the Aquarius was one. Oh, what a great day. It's just me, all alone. <laughs> like, that's so true. I know. <laughs> Was that the sun in your house one that you just read? Yeah. Yeah. Mine's a... Ah, mine. Well, I only read a little bit of mm-hmm. it. I only read, like, the first couple sentences. It's pretty long. They're all pretty long. Really? Mine are kind of short. Well, okay. The well, mo- that's a good, you know, few sentences. It's yeah. like a paragraph. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun is actually in my second house. In my second hmm. house is... Uh, Sagittarius? Yeah. And it says, you need to feel a strong sense of personal or self-worth. Which I 100% agree because I have none of it. Uh, And then there was one. Oh, you must watch a tendency to be possessive of or lord over people and things. If the sun is affected by aspects, perhaps you do not feel loved or feel worthy of love. Aww. So, way to call me out, California psychics. Right? Damn, the moon in the, and mine is, like, very long. My moon is in the 10th house. Mine's in the 7th. <laughs> you feel a need to be socially useful to society. Wrong. <laughs> Fuck society. You tend to be thrifty. Mm-hmm. Especially with money and positions. Mm-hmm. Artistic, idealistic, dreamy, procrastinating, and psychic. The psychics t- are telling me that I'm psychic. Oh. <laughs> so, just the first paragraph in, like, the moon. It says, you seem to attract sensitive people as partners. Perhaps <laughs> those who want to be mothered or be- mother you or be mothered. <laughs> there can be many changes of partners and many relationships because of the need to find someone who can bring an ultimate security. This search continues because uh, security can only be found within, not without. You desire compassion, hence many relationships. Hmm. I'm like, oh. I don't, I wouldn't say I've had many relationships, but I have gone through some relationships kind of fast. Like before Jordan, I want to say my longest relationship was like a month. And mm-hmm. then before that, it was like two weeks tops. Hmm. That's fair. Oh, I found an interesting one. Go for it. You are at home when you're doing your own thing and do not care too much what other people think. You tend to be unconventional with your friends and with your public. You are a very loyal friend, so people put up with any eccentricities. <laughs> um, also, you're extremely tolerant of any unconventional behavior and beliefs which your friends hold. <laughs> oh. 
you are not afraid to lend a hand when your friend needs you. You're personal. You are a person of thoughts and ideas and also a communicator. Uh, you can be an original and progressive thinker, also very analytical, so you might be interested or in, involved in science. Hmm. Interesting. So there's a sentence here where it's just like, oh, here it is. Your feelings are greatly influenced by those with whom you are in close personal contact. Hmm. You want to be popular with others. You are inclined to seek partners who can bring out your sympathetic side and play in your emotions. Hmm. I don't know if I necessarily want to be popular with others, but I hate feeling like I know people automatically don't like me. Yeah. Like I was talking to my friend earlier today and uh, I was telling her about like how uh, I wouldn't think about maybe dabbling into real estate, but I feel like the majority of people don't like me and therefore I'm not sociable. Hmm. And she was like, no, you're a very social person. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, the problem with being a sociable person is like I'm a social person that people don't like. Like I feel the majority of people I've interacted in my whole entire life don't like me. I think, I don't think that's true. I think that is maybe you're, you're like, worried that you don't, they don't like you. But I feel like everybody's a Do little bit like... Do you like me? Yes, of course I like you. Yes. No, I'm just lying to you this whole time. <laughs> of course I like you. Or like 27 episodes deep and you're just right. like, actually, I've been mean to tell you. Right. Sometimes when Elijah hasn't talked to me in like, you know, I don't know, what, whatever, 30 minutes or something. Mm -hmm. You don't like me. <laughs> He's like, I'm just sitting here on my phone. I'm not doing anything. I'm a, you don't like yeah. me. But definitely, like, I kind of play off of other people's emotions that are close to me. Like, mm -hmm. if you're having a bad day, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Jess is having a bad day. Now my day's ruined yeah, because right. she's having a bad day. I feel, I feel that. Mm -hmm. Would you say that you consider yourself an empath? Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. You, you can kind of like feel like, I, I look at it as like, I can feel other people's vibes almost mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can definitely like look at someone and like, regardless of what their face is showing, I can tell mm -hmm. typically what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like. Or almost like what they're thinking. Like not mm -hmm. like mind reading, but like read the vibes yeah. that they're thinking. Or like we can read the vibes. Or, yeah. Yeah. I like to consider myself a vibe connoisseur. <laughs> vibes aren't it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Like, whenever whenever me and Elijah have, like, a weird day, mm -hmm. it's like, the vibes were off. Yeah. Yeah, the vibes were off. Yeah. Blame the vibes, man. <laughs> right? I, oh, I saw this. I saw an ad for a bumper sticker that I really want, and it was, um, it said, vibes enforced by aircraft. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know those signs that are like speed enforced by aircraft, but it was yeah. vibes. I really want one of those, or like a or like a street sign. <laughs> okay, do you think this applies to me? You are friendly, charming, with a magnetic personality. Yeah. Really, you think I'm magnetic? I feel like I just because I feel like people don't like me. I feel like I give off the vibe. Don't approach me. I don't think that. I I don't think so. If if you're in a social situation, you're definitely like the life of the party. But it's different than, like, being like, at Walmart or something. you are the honey in life that draws the bees. Hmm. Oh, that's cute. That's what it says. That's cute. <laughs> huh. Yeah, this gets a little too real in some aspects. I feel uh, <laughs> Did you read what it says about, uh, like, the relationship aspect? Mine's at the very bottom, and it's, like, three sentences. Hmm. Oh, just kidding. It's a lot longer. I don't know if I see anything about really. Oh. Oh, yeah. I see. I see the relationship one. Oh. <laughs> it goes, you generally like working with the big picture and dislike all the little details. You may promise much and deliver less. Oh. Well, thank you. Uh. Mine doesn't have a lot about relationships. This Mine just says, there is a strong sense of restriction in the way you re approach your relationships. That's all I got. Really? Yep. <laughs> Mine's like a page and a little bit less. Hmm. A little bit. I a mean, page and a little bit more, I should say. I guess that's true. Yeah. Mine says, you need to be careful in your speech as you may speak something which is not wise. Oh. How many times have we caught me putting my foot in my mouth? Right. God. Uh, you are attracted to your sense of humor and integrity. 
You tend to them. I want to read Elijah's. Yeah, I definitely want to go a little bit more in depth and like actually figure out like what this stuff means. Right. Um, I have. Uh, here's what uncommon pet you are based on your zodiac sign. You want to read that? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so Aquarius showed up first. I got a gold dust day gecko. Look at it. Oh, how cute. It's a little it's a little green gecko. Aquarius signs are famous for their independence and curiosity. Traits that are also second nature to the gold dust day gecko. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Just as Aquarians are quiet thinkers at times, yet bouncing with energy at a moment's notice, these geckos have a similarly wide behavioral range. This bright green lizard is charming, active, and deeply unique as a companion. All aspects of the Aquarius. Even more, Uranus, the ruling planet of Aquarius, is known for its timid nature, further making the connection between this sign and the diurnal gecko. Hmm. Hmm. Diurnal. So that means it's not nocturnal. So it sleeps, like, at night. That's pretty cool. Let me see what yours is. I found what signs are compatible, like, dating-wise. Ooh. We should read that one. Elijah's, Elijah's, uh unusual pet for his Taurus sign is a red-eared slider turtle. Hmm. Um. Still scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. There we go. Sagittarius. Oh, you got a gerbil. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You know, I vibe with the gerbils. I feel like I look like one. Well, and wasn't Jeffrey a gerbil or was he a hamster? He was a teddy bear hamster. A teddy bear hamster. Out of the entire... rest in peace, Jeffrey. Right, rest in peace, Jeffrey. Out of the entire Zodiac, Sagittarius signs are the most curious and inquisitive, prizing freedom above all else. Gerbils are known for their independence as well as their relaxed and easygoing nature. Quiet and affectionate, yet constantly aware of their surroundings, gerbils are connected to Sagittarians in their deep curiosity, exploration, and being unconstrained as unapproached to life. That's pretty cute. I want to read Elijah's too. I know I said it was the the turtle, but yeah. So this is everything you need to know about Sagittarius and Aquarius compatibility, Mm -hmm. according to uh, (laughs) Yahoo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sagittarius and Aquarius are quite an energetic match. These two zodiac signs share a lot of things: a zest for life, a desire to act on any passing whim, True. strong opinions, and a rebellious streak. True. Remember when we tried to go get tattoos downtown, slightly buzzed on yes. your birthday before the world ended? Yes. <laughs> uh, what else is it? Okay. Uh, Sagittarius is a fire sign, and Aquarius is an air sign in astrology. Air feeds fire, and these two elements often blend humo- hermo- harmoniously. I'm the air and you're the fire. That that makes yeah. sense. The air fe- feeds fire. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That's kind good. of like in our dynamic, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. because you're always the one to come up the- with the ideas, and I'm all, sure, let's do it. You're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> While Sagittarius and Aquarius have a lot in common, it's also important to consider what behaviors and patterns they encourage in one another. Both <laughs> zodiacs. <laughs> calling us out i know freaking yahoo be more accurate i know more accurate than the psychics (laughs) oh both zodiac signs possess the ability to power through life but can also easily detach from their deeper emotions balance is certainly required yeah there's definitely times where i think we both call each other just like detach and we're like you okay like when you saw my eyes float away <laughs> you just saw, you me saw me malfunction you saw me reboot <laughs> sagittarius and aquarius as friends uh, both of these signs are used to bring the life of the party when they walk through the door people know the party is actually about to get started their energy is yeah. infectious together sagittarius and aquarius make a wonderful match as bffs yes <laughs> hell yeah they innately yearn for adventure and new experiences. This duo would also make excellent travel companions. Yo. Yes, <laughs> true. They must, oh, they trust each other to give the other, the each, let me reread that. They trust each other to give the other enough space when they need it and don't take it personally. Yeah. Both up, 
for trying skydiving. Nope. <laughs> no thanks. But you Or know, bungee jumping. I would do bungee jumping. Same. If I had to pick out those two, I'll do bungee Agreed. jumping. Should we make a commitment to do bungee jumping now? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know we're both like, ah! <laughs> At least once. Okay. These two zodiac signs are both out-of-the-box thinkers and have a wise, sage quality to them. They know how to party uh, late into the night, but will still be up for a long existential chat over their morning cup of coffee. Remember that one time when we had coffee at like 7 in the morning because we decided to get up at 6 to go for a walk? Yes. (laughs) That was pretty intense. Yeah, it was. Um, where was I? Sagittarius and Aquarius will appreciate the experience they can share together along with their intellectual and philosophical connection. Hmm. Uh, nope. What? (laughs) Sex between Sagittarius and Aquarius. (laughs) As we have... Where'd you find... What what website? It's Yahoo! Yahoo! Yeah! Hmm. Way to go, Yahoo! And then there's, like, relationships marriage you want to know what we'll be like in marriage sure. <laughs> and then we should do you should find you and jordan and i'll find me and elijah's too okay uh if this comic duo finds themselves in a stable and healthy relationship their views on marriage will surely overlap neither is <laughs> neither is all that interested in living by so society rules are compound <laughs> They both have an inner rebel. They expect one another, respect one another, and their commitment by allowing the other partner to have their uh, autonomy. This may mean choosing to forgo walking down the aisle and all the decorative signs that come with it, or simply put their own unique spin on a wedding. Whatever this couple decides, there will be a mutual respect and understanding that their commitment is deeper than society definitions. If they do choose to marry... It's likely they won't be, it won't be a rush. These two want to soak up life and all the experiences they can before their knees go out and they enter the next phase of their lives. Again with the knees. <laughs> that, that's calling you out. I know, right? Um, what's Elijah's sign again? Taurus. Oh, according to this one, you're not compatible I with know. them. <laughs> Uh, I want to say for me, it says I'm compatible with a Gemini. But I want to find... Way to go, Yahoo! Right? I want to find... Yeah, this one says... So, I found Aquarius compatibility with Taurus. Okay. So, Elijah's the Taurus. Mm -hmm. Taurus is normally the steady one with a strong moral compass and deep attachments, whereas Aquarius is the free bird. Laid back, carefree, and often commitment phobic. Mm. The magic begins once they get together. Aquarius becomes strangely protective and authoritative, while Taurus experiences the novelty of being pampered and set free. I agree. I definitely pamper Elijah. (laughs) (laughs) The changes are welcome, and they happen at least seemingly seamlessly. The couple, the the couple. There's a typo here. The couple. The is one. Oh, the couple is one? Desire. Oh, oh, oh. This, this couple is one in its desire to create a strong foundation for the future. Stubborn to a fault, though, both signs will not back down in an argument. That is freaking true. When we get in a fight, it's for like freaking six hours. Like, we don't yell at each other, mm-hmm. but we're like debating for six hours yeah. i'm like can we talk about something else now yeah, like, like i don't okay. even i don't even remember what that's we where you throw anymore. in agree to disagree because i'm done talking Agreed, about this right um although the irreverent side of aquarius may make conservative taurus see things from a new perspective i think that is. are true. you on yahoo i am on yahoo i can't find a big long one like i did for huh. uh i can't either this us. one's this one's like um, aquarius and all of them mm-hmm. um yeah i have Gemini and Sagittarius. <laughs> it says, all in all, an experiment worth trying. <laughs> well, you're in it for the long haul. Worked out so far. <laughs> uh, for mine, Jordan is a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Which, my mom's a Gemini. Oh, you know, I don't have a problem with Geminis, but I was told to have a problem by Geminis by a certain well, person. Mm. Yeah. And like, as soon as they heard that Jordan was a Gemini, they were like, mm, better watch out. I'm like, I've never had a problem with a Gemini. 
great. Mm-hmm. Like my mom too. Like she's so like I love your mom. Every like the because people like to say that Gemini's are like two faced, right? Yeah. My mom is the least two faced person I've ever met. Can your in mom my adopt life. me? Yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of Geminis, uh, this is Gemini and Sagittarius. Watching a tag team of opposite signs like Gemini and Sagittarius may feel like sitting on a seesaw, but it's going to be one wild ride. It's a matter of time before they realize that their need for speed may leave their calendar choke a block. Hmm? Choke a block? Hmm. Oh, I think it just means, like, filled with dates. Like, over, like, booked. Like, Mm -hmm. booked with dates. With dates. And their camera's out of focus. They share an impulsive streak, which leads them to, into several sticky situations, both at work and in their personal lives. Risk is in the, risk is their middle name. What a gamble it is. This is not what I read earlier, but. I know. I I read a different one earlier, and then yours was like, oh, we're not, they're not compatible at all. (laughs) Both, uh, both at work and their personal lives. Risk is the middle name. What a gamble if it's not the highest stakes. They love living life king size, and this reflects in their love for extravagant lifestyles. No, <laughs> we do not have extravagant lifestyles. Right. Big talkers both. Never judgmental of people based on, on the bias of their language or opinions. Always up for trying new things. Their interests may fizzle out as fast as a candle. That is seriously not what I read the first mm-hmm. go around. So uh, on this is another. It's still on Yahoo, but it's another compatibility one. Yeah, I like this one on Yahoo. <laughs> Taurus. This is the first one I read. It's at the first sign that is on least compatible with Taurus is Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And same on Aquarius. It says least compatible with the Taurus. Do you know who <laughs> the Taurus I was talking about? Um, who doesn't like Gemini's? Mm-mm. Uh, uh, this is the first Yahoo one that I read on Gemini and Sagittarius. If the walls could talk in this relationship, you would certainly hear constant chatter, debates, and laughter. Stardust says, both Sagittarius and Gemini enjoy philosophy and experiment. Experimentation. Experimentation. Their energy is quite strong and often leads to both signs being... Vocal about desires, which is a great thing. You want me to read the Leo now? For you, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Leo for me? Leo. Uh, Leo and Sagittarius? No, not, com- not compatibility. Just mm-hmm. like a Leo-like description. Oh, sure. It's pretty funny. Known as the most proud and narcissistic sign. Energetic and fun, they love to be the center of attention and often make great company. Center of attention, sure. <laughs> Narcissistic, sure. <laughs> yeah. No shade to Leos. It's a specific Leo. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't think there's a sign that... See, I don't... Have you ever met, like, a person and you heard their sign and they just, like, yep, that's why I don't vibe with you? I don't think I've ever met, like, a sign, quote-unquote, man, a sign, yeah. where I just, like, it's always this sign that gives me problems. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Although, I do get, I do tend to get along pretty well with Tauruses, mm-hmm. seems like. April's a Taurus. My ex was a Taurus. But, like, who do you talk to out of all the Tauruses? Elijah. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and April. And my sister. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we should see if there's a like a what what crystal should you get based on your sign? Okay. What crystal is best for your star sign, maybe? Crystal should Oh, Aquarius Ware. That was the first one that popped up on mine. Oh cool. Do you want me to look up that one? Sure. Okay. Amethyst. All right. I love amethyst. See, I knew it. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> That's is, also my birthstone, though, so it makes sense. Yeah. This is from Times of India. Hmm. Uh, the lucky stone of Aquarius is amethyst. Wearing this stone can influence their relationships, characteristics, and business in a profound way. Hmm. Isn't your birthstone amethyst? What's this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that. My birthstone is amethyst. I found um, another one. This one has... A few choices. This one, this one says for Aquarius, it recommends lepidolite, amethyst, and tourmalinated quartz. 
Whatever those mean. They're pretty. Oh, that one reminds me of a cow's spots. Yeah. That's cute. I've actually seen this one a lot. That one? Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's pretty. What crystals should I get for my zodiac sign? There's like 10 for mine. I just want like a simple little boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I read somewhere that citrine is good for productivity. And I have a big, like, hunk of citrine, mm-hmm. so I, like, snuck it onto Elijah's bookshelf in the office. <laughs> can't he- it can't hurt. So now I use it as, as like, a book stopper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for mine, the best crystal to wear is blue topaz. Is the main birthstone for Sagittarius. No, it's not. It's, uh... So this is what bothers me specifically about my Zodiac, because in the last... 15 fucking years, I've gotten three new birthstones. That's annoying. The one I was born with is, uh, shit. This is going to sound so, what's on your necklace? How about that? Turquoise. Yeah. Turquoise? Yeah. Turquoise is it. And then it became like aquamarine at some point, mm-hmm. And then it became blue topaz. Okay. So I say turquoise for my birth year because that's why I was born. Everything from the 90s that was turquoise was tied to my birthday. Man, so remember, that's what I have. I remember I ran into this struggle too because when I was buying our necklaces, mm-hmm. I was gonna do, I was gonna surprise you, but I had to ask you what, what's your birthstone? Because when I looked it up, it gave me like three choices. Yeah. Do you remember I asked you? Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I yeah. say. Why didn't you just Google it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say turquoise because in the 90s, yeah. it was turquoise. I Whoever agree. decided to fucking change it in 2010 didn't give me the memo. And then I guess it got changed again because now it's blue topaz. So you're pretty safe with just something blue. <laughs> right? Yeah. Something blue. You know, blue is one of Jordan's favorite colors. Oh, yeah um but anyways it says for that's my main birthstone i don't agree with it but anyways uh and it is known as the stone of peace wisdom and self-realization this translucent sky blue gemstone is believed to strengthen the mind increase spirituality and help one cut through problems and complexities you know my favorite is a moonstone i've always gravitated towards moonstones yeah your necklace Mm -hmm. that's pretty this other website says hematite and yellow jasper, which is interesting. It doesn't say anything about amethyst. Um, the final air sign in the zodiac wheel, Aquarius, is a healer, thinker, and a pioneer of sorts. Hematite can help the imaginative Aquarius stay grounded to complete practical tasks, even as their mind wonders of changing the world or attempting to understand it. Yellow jasper will help alleviate the frustration of that an Aquarius might face with life's uncertainties and inconsistencies. Hmm. And you give me some yellow jasper, I guess. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Because I'm trying, I typed in moonstone as in the moonstone in Sagittarius. Uh-huh. And it says, what is Sagittarius moon space stone? Mm-hmm. And it says yellow sapphire. Hmm. Uh, zodiac gems. Uh, top five stones for Sagittarius meaning and uses. Uh... Now I literally want to go buy some crystals. Appetite? <laughs> Appetite? Is that what it says? Uh-huh. Ooh, okay. that's pretty. So my top five gemstones is Appetite. If you're feeling low and need a little boost of inspiration, Appetite could be your answer. Many believe it transforms anger and frustration into confidence to help you achieve your goals. Hmm. Then Blue Topaz. We already read that. Moonstone! Nice. While working on a creative project, Moonstone is the perfect choice because it helps unleash your inner artist. Also, it is useful for letting your imagination run wild. Many say that this gemstone helps stabilize your mood and gives you a sense of peace when tackling through through projects. You know, I got this at a metaphysical store. The change has been replaced so many times because I wore it a lot. And whenever I, like, kind of just felt down when I wasn't wearing it, I always put it on. I feel. So, ha-ha, there nice. we go. Amethyst. Uh, feeling a little lost in life? Amethyst might be the perfect gem for you because its purple rays helps uh, silence self-doubt and puts trust in your instincts. Also, it allows the Sagittarius to recognize life's meaning and what it's important to them. And then, tor- how do you say that one? Tourmaline. Tourmaline. Look at Excuse this me. moonstone Ooh. tower. Isn't that pretty? Yeah. It's a rainbow moonstone. Uh, tourmaline. 
Although a Sagittarius is known for having high energy and being outgoing, they may need help in focusing. Tourmaline will help you focus your power on higher prosper, uh, productivity. Huh. See, the mm. thing I like about like all like the crystal stuff is like it makes me feel like oh, so you know, positive and like mm-hmm. oh, good, good energy and you know. But it's also just like pretty rocks. Yeah, <laughs> like. Whatever, if you believe in them or not. Yeah. I, I also feel like it'll only work if you believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't believe that sage will cleanse your house, of course it's not going to make you feel You better. put the you magic know? into it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I guess I need to give me some yellow jasper. I already have some amethyst. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, We'll go to one of the metaph- I've been meaning to go to one of them. And so we'll go to have the metaphysical. Have you ever been to Mama's Minerals? I haven't. Oh. I well, I have when I first lived in Albuquerque, but I haven't since I've been back. And it's it's in a different area now too. It's oh. it's across from. Uh, it's on the same street as Hotel Albuquerque, actually. Oh, okay. There Where? we go. Didn't it used to be on San Mateo? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Well, here am I just calling out streets. We don't live anywhere near these places, so ha. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're public. I mean, they're public streets. Well, anyways. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and going on this astrology journey with us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these days, we'll get more in the hang of it and do like a real rating. Ooh, yeah. maybe I should do some tarot reading on you for a podcast. You episode. totally could. You should totally should. That would be cool. Okay. Well, that's a plan for future animals. Anyways, follow us on Instagram. Email us if you need that information. It is in the show notes. And have a drink with us next time. And as always, drink responsibly. Bye, guys.